You're listening to Ink Tank by Movable Ink, designed to help digital marketing leaders excel in today's ever-changing environment. I'm Julio Lopez, Director of Client Strategy for Retail at Movable Ink. And I'm Rachel Kalashaw, Associate Director of Client Strategy for Retail. On today's episode, we'll take a look at some of the challenges that have been underscored in recent weeks, such as supply chain efficiencies and the need to deliver optimal digital experiences in an agile manner. To help us address these questions, we're delighted to be joined today by Salesforce's RVP of Enterprise Retail Sales, Ashley Ellis. Welcome to Ink Tank, Ashley. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share Salesforce's point of view on where retail is headed in this post-COVID era and how retailers are prioritizing actions to cater to shifting customer needs. Wonderful. Well, it's so great to have you here. Um, why don't we start with an icebreaker? So, you know, what comes to mind is that we're all making a number of trips to the refrigerator since we're home all day. What's been your go-to snack? Well, I don't know if it counts as a snack, but we've been drinking a lot of coffee. I can say that. <laughs> Rachel, how about you? I second that. And I've gotten tired of doing dishes, so I'm ordering a lot of takeout. So anything from sushi to Thai food. I love that. I am definitely making the most of my Seamless Plus membership. Uh, on my end, I've also been enjoying a ton of banana pancakes. I'm living that breakfast all day, every day life. <laughs> um, all right, but to bring it back to business a little bit. So most of our listeners are very aware of who Movable Inc. is. But Ashley, perhaps you can kick us off by telling us a little bit about your role at Salesforce. Sure. My team at Salesforce is exclusively focused on retail, grocery, and restaurant. And one of my most important roles is to align with executives we work with to solve challenges they face in their business with technology. Well, I'm certainly glad that we have you joining us. I'm sure that you'll be providing some great insight into the current state and the future state of retail. So let's kick things off. Rachel, you recently joined Movable Link from Neiman Marcus, where you headed up personalization and CRM marketing. So I think you'll have a fresh point of view here. We're all being pushed to solve new problems on a daily basis. What are the new challenges that retailers are facing now? Well, you know, foot traffic has been declining in many malls and retail stores across the U.S. for some time. But what we're seeing right now is unprecedented. Almost overnight, social distancing changed how consumers shop with foot traffic decreasing by over 97% compared to last year. Store closures have forced more and more consumers to digital channels really out of necessity, given that, you know, parts of the country, only businesses deemed essential were allowed to remain open. This shift has led to a whopping 68% increase in year-over-year -year revenue growth for U.S. retailers online. But the majority of retail sales have historically happened in physical stores. We ended 2019 in e-commerce representing only about 12% of total retail sales. So... The effects of COVID will likely result in a significant jump in what e-commerce was expected to deliver in 2020, and the trend will likely continue even after stores reopen. So the challenge for retailers then is, how do they enhance their digital offering to deliver a truly personalized shopping experience? Absolutely. And we've seen a significant shift in consumer shopping behavior to e-commerce specifically. There's been a lot of focus in the media around retail traffic and sales, However, COVID has had a tremendous impact on what happens behind the scenes as well. The entire supply chain has been disrupted, all the way from manufacturing overseas to distribution centers here in the U.S. 
So given that physical retail has traditionally represented, as you said, the lion's share of total retail sales, retailers will have to think about how they enhance and even reimagine the in-store experience from ensuring stock availability and enabling buy online, pick up in store or appointment-based shopping to communicating health and safety methods and helping employees return to work safely. Then even as stores do reopen, the data is telling us that Americans are likely going to be wary of walking back into that casual shopping experience and browsing as we knew it before. So when they do enter the physical store, it will be even more imperative that the item they want is there in stock and the supply chain is operating smoothly to support that experience. Ultimately, the biggest challenge retailers may face is just to be as informative and transparent as possible with their customers and leverage technology to do so. Certainly agree with both of you. You know, for most retailers, physical and digital have remained extremely siloed. And even though some initiatives have been implemented, many of them are band-aid solutions in an attempt to bridge the gap between the two channels. And a major root of the problem is that most retailers do not have a single view of the customer. And the reason why is no surprise. Humanity has been engaging in some version of physical retail since the beginning of time. And digital is relatively new. But because these two channels have evolved independently, each operates differently and sometimes uses its own systems, IT, and CRM tools. And this lack of synchrony between those systems means that customers are likely to experience discontinuity while they shop. So now that more and more consumers are becoming omni-channel shoppers with the particularly heavy adoption of digital, it's imperative that retailers deliver enhanced customer experiences across all channels. You know, 80% of consumers say that the customer experience is just as important as the product itself. So if a retailer can deliver on that, they're going to lose the customer to a competitor who can deliver relevancy and personalization. And with everything else that's going on, that's just simply something that retailers can't afford. And what COVID has done is fundamentally shifted consumer expectations and the retailers that survive are gonna be the ones that can meet those expectations. The challenge for retailers then is to deliver a truly personalized omni-channel experience that relies on data from the supply chain to marketing and even reverse logistics. How do you all see consumer expectations evolving? You know, I really think there's three key themes that consumers are focusing on right now, which is speed, localization, and safety. Speed's an obvious one. I mean, consumer behavior was already evolving due to the behemoth Amazon as they cemented expectations with free two-day shipping, that evolved into next day, and in some cases, even same day. COVID, of course, has altered the ability for retailers to deliver this sort of turnaround. However, consumer expectation hasn't disappeared. This is one of the many reasons, besides safety and store closures, that retailers have begun heavily leaning into alternative shopping models, such as buy online, pick up, and store, and curbside. Second, there's been an increase in locally sourced, locally grown trend that you see in everything from food to apparel. And we should expect to see consumers gravitate towards these products even more to theoretically minimize possible exposure to COVID. And lastly, while the economy is suffering and we're experiencing record-breaking number of unemployment cases, there's still a high percentage of consumers that are willing to pay a premium for quality and safety assurance. 49% actually, according to a recent study done by Nielsen. So this means that marketers should continue messaging the steps they're taking to ensure customer safety, not just in stores, but throughout their supply chain. Great insights, Rachel. 
I also think that there's been an increase in customer expectation for brands to be relevant and to deliver frictionless experiences. These aren't new trends, but it has become much more important. In fact, last year, an info group study found that 90% of US internet users actually are annoyed by marketing messages that aren't relevant to them. That same study showed that more than 40% would switch to another brand whose messages are better tailored to their interests. The reason relevance has become even more important is that since digital is where most retailers are trying to make up for lost revenue, consumers are being bombarded with messages. Retailers who fail to bring relevance in the form of one-to-one -one personalization are going to be lost in the fray, lost in a sea of sameness. This is where things like dynamic content, dynamic targeting rules, and dynamic creative come into play. It's critical that marketing teams at retailers move away from segmentation and into true one-to-one -one personalization. And building on that, in addition to activating consumer data to deliver hyper-personalized content, retailers will also need to make the journey through the purchase funnel frictionless. The right message needs to be sent at the right time, and marketers need to make it easy for consumers at every step of the way. The purchase funnel is not just a straight line journey, so it's extremely important that each consumer gets the right messaging across the channels in which they are engaging with the brand. Exactly. Every consumer will have a different path to conversion, and each will require different types of content and information along the way. So, for example, a consumer who's new to the brand might need more educational content, so we get them to complete a high-value action, such as providing them an update on their progress towards their profile completion. Or a consumer who's browsing might need more convincing, perhaps through social proof, so populating the number of customers actively viewing an item, pulling in ratings and reviews, and even related Instagram content into email. A customer who abandons their cart might need a bit more motivation, perhaps from a timely offer or notification of low in stock. And lastly, an e-commerce shopper who has their item shipped to their home likely wants an updated on status, especially now that we're experiencing delays, or perhaps the person who chooses Bopis and they need real-time information to ensure a safe and easy experience in store. Exactly. And to that point, I know your teams have been doing a ton with regard to Bopis, especially now given the COVID situation. I really enjoyed your ability to pull in real-time appointments into emails to showcase when a customer can expect to come into the store. And that can really help alleviate congestion, streamline operations, all while providing the customer with a great experience. Now at Salesforce, we're even seeing innovation take it a step further with the idea of a virtual personal shopper assistant delivered by your favorite retailers on your mobile device. So soon we may not even feel the need to travel to the store for pickup if that store can deliver the personalized experience we're looking for in a virtual way. Those are all really, really great points. The need to be fast, the need to be relevant, and the need to create frictionless experiences has never been more important. You know, I've had similar conversations with different marketing leaders and a common thread in those conversations is that as much as we realize the importance of these strategies, they've been difficult to bring to life for a number of reasons. But now we really have no choice. So we are seeing COVID really accelerate the digital transformation journeys of many retailers. So marketing leaders realize that the right technology can solve for many issues in the customer journey. And an added benefit of the right technology is that it can shorten time to market and make teams more agile. And that really should be the key goals of any digital transformation initiative. So I know that digital transformation is a buzzword, uh, but for the first time, we might actually be seeing it happen at scale. I was reading the Salesforce Global Shopping Index report, 
And it notes that between Q1 of 2019 and Q1 of 2020, retailers experienced a spike of 16% in digital traffic growth. The Salesforce report also mentions that the average spend per visit grew by 4%. So this shows that people, even older generations, are becoming acclimated to digital shopping as their new normal. You know, I think it's become a buzzword because it's a catch-all for any initiative. Retailers need to realize that what digital transformation truly means is investing in digital beyond bolting on new platforms or channels. Retailers have the opportunity to create those highly impactful customer experiences we were discussing earlier. And if they want to capitalize on that opportunity at hand, they need to show the customer that they're more than a shopping cart or a transaction, more than a customer ID, more than an email address or a conversion percentage. This is where technologies like AI can actually humanize and personalize engagement to deliver that one-to-one -one personalization and therefore relevant customer experiences. In the report you mentioned, Salesforce's Global Shopping Index, we see that AI is one of those tools that could help retailers reimagine digital customer experiences. For example, AI-driven product recommendations saw a 26% increase in average order value, and these will be used more and more frequently to drive digital engagement and conversion. Absolutely. There are a variety of ways that marketers can be using technology to solve agility issues and create memorable experiences for consumers. The conversations I've been having are around technologies that can assist with shifting inventory, dynamic pricing, and scalable geolocation. As consumer elasticity shifts, there's a need for live pricing updates, whether that's due to promotions or adjustments to the core prices themselves. With many of our clients, we've sped up the rollout of real-time pricing across channels, so in both email and in-app messaging, to ensure communications are always up to date. The same things happen with inventory. I mean, given the strained supply chain, this is a key focus. So many of our clients are introducing real-time inventory at the moment of open, which allows for a ton of flexibility. For example, if an item is no longer in stock, we can replace the product recommendation with something else that is. And not only that, but whether it's available in a store near them that's now reopened and offering Bobus. So again, it's all about changing content based on the subscriber's individual location and time of interaction. Thanks, Rachel. And I think it's important to highlight something in what you said, the value of real time, especially during COVID. There is really nothing more important than ensuring that all your communications to the customer are as clear and as up-to-date as possible. With new information around shelter-in-place expirations and store reopenings constantly changing from city and state and federal levels, an email or strategy that went out in the morning at 8 a.m. could already be outdated by noon. So we've talked a lot about what's happening. Why don't we switch lanes a bit and end this episode of Inkank with some predictions. What trends or changes do you foresee in the future of retail? You know, I think we'll see a seismic shift in operating models and go-to-market strategies. And by that, I mean now is the time to embrace agility and establish new ways of working that involve bringing cross-functional team members together and things like daily stand-ups. Prior to joining Movablink, I was at Neiman Marcus, and we found a huge success in creating a team comprised of marketing, creative, and analytics in a shared space, working toward shared objectives. Obviously that shared space has transitioned to Zoom, but it improved incredibly helpful while the organization transitioned to standing up a COVID SWAT team. The team quickly jumped in to lead all email communications to customers around store closures. And we utilized Movable Inc. to dynamically populate sales associate and digital stylist contact information, utilizing the data to identify which customers had close relationships based on a certain set of criteria 
and then encourage those customers to shop digitally with their relative support. That personalized approach is the type of customer experience all brands should strive to deliver, even in these times. Along the same lines, we're seeing transformation take place in the COO's org in an unprecedented way. All of the employees and consumers that he or she is responsible for are requiring trust and transparency more than ever before. And technology can enable a smooth transition to a post-COVID world for all. Retailers will need a new digital strategy in place as they think about stabilizing, reopening, and ultimately returning their business to growth. I completely agree with both of you, and I'm excited to see those predictions come to life. You know, from my vantage point, I think digital transformation will mean stronger working relationships across all the partners in the retailer's tech stack. For digital transformation to be successful, it will require close collaboration of different vendors and technologies to align on a unified strategy that really drives significant growth for the client. And I think we're gonna see a lot of interagency teams coming together for joint business reviews and strategy sessions. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us. And a huge thank you to our guest, Ashley Ellis, RVP of Enterprise Sales for Retail at Salesforce for sharing your wonderful insights. I'm Julio Lopez, and I wanna thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ink Tank so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm.